Hello and welcome to Tracks, your new favourite podcast, sharing music and laughs with you every Tuesday. It's just me on the intro today, as the heady success of 50 downloads in our first week appears to have killed Harry, or at the very least rendered him deaf and bedbound. God knows what will happen if we ever actually top the iTunes charts. But thank you to everyone who's listened so far, we really, really appreciate it, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. I think it's a pretty good one, and it's the start of our run of four episodes titled North, East, South, West. You know we love a gimmick. Uh, so yeah, thank you again for listening, and enjoy. Shall we begin? Let's begin now. Gladiators, you'll go on my first whistle. <laughs> Is it are Scottish? Yeah, he was. The gladiator guy. Oh, I'm thinking of... Um... Robot Wars. <laughs> <laughs> no, Craig Charles and Jonathan Pierce. Neither of those are Scottish. Lovely. Hello and welcome to Tracks, episode two. I'm Tim. I'm Harry. And if you don't know what this podcast is about, then you really should have listened to episode one. Day one is. Day one is, is all we care about <laughs> at this stage. We Day are, one. <laughs> we've moved on from our uh, from a point where we have to accept newcomers. We used to not know what to do, and our podcast was was terrible. And now, I mean, we're at the Abbey Road of podcasting yeah. studios. Just to, to give listeners a bit of an idea of what has happened since last recording. Yep. We have moved into... A new space in the centre of Brighton. Yeah. And we have got literally three pieces of positive feedback. <laughs> and have slightly lost our mind. If you could have... We were told it was entertaining, yeah. so then we're now starting to think about awards, ceremonies... If you could have been a fly on the wall whilst we ate... Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna say outrageously large Weatherspoon's hot dog earlier. Yeah. If you could have been a fly on the wall... In our talk of success at that stage, yeah, it was hilarious. Harry was literally, this is no joke, planning where to hang his award for a million followers on YouTube. <laughs> so basically, it doesn't matter it about you joke. guys. We've made it in our heads. So. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to keep watching that. We're done. <laughs> we won. We've won podcast. The funniest part about this as well is we haven't actually released anything we've done so yeah. far. This is the second one and the first one still Oh in... yeah, we're backlogging these. So while when you hear this, we um you'll have heard a first one hopefully, but we're we're pre recording four or five before we put any out. Mm. So this is how carried away we've got. And I like people are asking me, please can we listen to them? Please can we have them? People who you followed on Instagram. No. Just friends. <laughs> Friends and family. My mum. Yeah, the Instagram page is up. That's all ready and going, uh, which is exciting. Yeah. I'm just following everyone I can, so you can all follow me back just to feel courteous. Yeah. Um, I hope so anyway, otherwise, that's just pointless. I'm crying, by the way, because I'm not <laughs> sad. I just laughed earlier, and the tears haven't stopped running down my face, <laughs> which is why I keep doing this with my face. Uh, that's why. Okay. So, for episode two. I think, as we alluded to in the last one, yep. we're doing a little run of um, various formats, and because we like weird little gimmicks, as you saw from Old New Borrowed Blue, for our, for our next four episodes, <laughs> we're doing North, South, East, West as vague themes. Yeah. Cause well, that, I think we mentioned at the end of the last one. Yeah. That's a good idea, right? Ones wouldn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The others can just fuck off, quite frankly. <laughs> you don't get it. Okay, so, question one. 
on the North theme. The North of England is renowned as a kind of hotbed of music, one of the, the greatest uh, sources of popular music anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. But we got to thinking, which city is the king? Which yeah. is the capital of music in the North of England? And even though we didn't, we went away and researched on our own, we both came up with the same place, yeah. didn't we? As much as we pondered on different places, yeah. different cities, it really came down to the one. Yeah, we both chose my hometown of York. <laughs> <laughs> because Shed 7 are the greatest band of all time. <laughs> we absolutely didn't. Yeah. Um, we chose Manchester. Manchester. And they would now get an award from us for yeah. being the king of producing great artists. Yeah. So, what on Manchester? So tell us a few of the greatest, <laughs> the great Manchester bands, Harry. So we've got Joy Division, we've got The Smiths, I think we had The Cortinas. We yeah. have Happy Mondays, Stone, Stone Roses. Roses. Um, we have Elbow, we have I Am Clue. So yeah, we, the other contenders, Sheffield. We yeah. considered Sheffield, although I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say, I only know Artsy Monkeys and I think Reverend of the Makers yeah, are I mean when, I, when I looked for Sheffield I expected to see more but I think yeah. I only really know that because of Artsy Monkeys not yeah. that I didn't know Sheffield before that but um, yeah Reverend and the Makers did you know that the um, the old bass player for the Artsy Monkeys I think he when he quit mm-hmm. which I bet he's probably not too pleased about now um, I think he went to play for Reverend of the Makers oh did he? yeah and then I well, think, it actually I think went now, all right he's a DJ in uh, Sheffield no, no, it didn't <laughs> it didn't work out so for a little bit yeah isn't there he's our guest next week <laughs> and again I, I hate going into the kind of me just totally plucking out music facts that I may or may not know and they're <laughs> probably wrong. wrong but isn't the guy on the cover of the first Arctic Monkeys right. album related to Reverend of Reverend and the Makers I think Don't that's that. true I thought, but also I a, possibly I think not. I heard that it was a friend, so it's very likely. Because there's only two. Of course, the two Sheffield bands know each other. Yeah. <laughs> because when one uh, headlines, the other would support. Because there were no other bands in Sheffield. True. That's a known fact. <laughs> of course it's not true. Until Reverend and the sound system <laughs> came up and that was the third. Okay, so what's your one pick? So my pick... From the huge amount. I mean... There's there's too many obvious choices. My probably my favorite my favorite song ever is the Smith Symmetry Gate, or mm-hmm. it's at least in my top five. But it just feels like too obvious, and because part of the idea behind this is that we introduce people to new music. Yep. I've gone for an old Manchester band from the sixties. With I'm gonna say, I think. Possibly the best band name ever. Like I, my my favorite recent band name is Unknown Mortal Orchestra because I just think yes. that's funny. Like those three words are exactly what they are when they started. Yeah, but I call them Umo. Yeah, like yellow. I don't think I'm going to call them Umo. <laughs> you do now. It's a lie. <laughs> but this, right? Are you ready? Yeah. Stop looking at the I'm screen, not, Harry. I'm just right. It's five words. Wayne Fontana and the Mindbenders. Does it get better than that? Do you know what? Do you know what I'm going to go for? That's my favourite that I heard this year. 
King Gizzard oh, and the no. Lizard Wizard. That's do you know that's um oh, what? it's it's well I don't know about stolen, but there's too much of a coincidence okay. for there's an old Adam Buxton and Joe Cornish uh podcast where they're like doing a bit. Mm. Um and Adam Buxton says something about a gizzard wizard. And like I I can't imagine that they didn't hear that and then Maybe they did. You gotta get your yeah, yeah it's, I mean it's a, it's an inspiring name, but still Wayne Fontana and the Mindbenders, fantastic okay. name, and they did a they did a cover I think in 1965 of a brilliant song by the Crystals or the Crystals however you want to say it, uh, classic girl band of He's a Rebel, and because it was the 60s and they were too scared to do He's a Rebel because it would be <laughs> far too homo- <laughs> homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> they did She's a Rebel but it's a really brilliant cover it's like it's got a proper proper guitar solo which is pure sexy pure joy and yeah it's brilliant so lovely that's my pick and hopefully hopefully it's not an obvious Manchester choice Is it also a pretty good name? It's nowhere in the same category as that. But uh, Egyptian hip-hop. Yeah. And it is not Pharaohs. No. I remember once... Dancing to hip-hop. <laughs> I remember once telling a, a guy I worked with that I was into Egyptian hip-hop. Yeah. And he just looked at me with the most like quizzical face and said... the same look. And said, like, how did you get into that? <laughs> so, yeah, I went on a on a night boat to Cairo and just uh, just, <laughs> just has a view of hip hop and it's yeah. Egyptian. Um, yeah, this uh, like we said earlier, which people won't know about. Um, I was going through their first EP, and if you know this band, you'll know that they had a first EP come out with I think four tracks. Yeah, and then a huge break and a massive break. Some uh, I think it was three or four years. I think it's yeah. three. And um, the EP was brilliant. Yeah. Anyone who first got into them must have just loved the yeah. band. I saw them at Reading the year that the EP came out, and they were playing a really small stage, and it was... I forget what that stage is called, but it's anyone who's been to Reading, it's the one just to the left of the main stage. And yes. it was Festival Republic, I think. Or it was at I the time, anyway. Andrea there. Yeah, and it was heaving the busiest I've ever, ever seen that stage. It, and it went off. It was amazing. Yeah. They were absolutely incredible. Is it a three-piece? Uh, I think it is. A th- yeah, I think it is a three-piece. And one has got a bag on his head. 
Or did have a bag on his head anyway. <laughs> Forever the bag on his He's like yeah. Frank, but with a bag, not a head. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, I, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was true. Um, so yeah, picking a song off the EP was quite difficult. I nearly picked, I think, Yoro Dolo. Yoro Diallo. It's something like that yeah. in the, the album, which I think people weren't too pleased about. I wasn't, and I... Please tell us. <laughs> yeah, this is one of my really shameful things. I, um... Because I was a huge Egyptian hip-hop fan. I have to start this anecdote with that. Yeah. So when the album came out, I'd been waiting. I'd been waiting for three years for this, and I was so excited for it. And it it's like when Jamie T came back, and I was just like... I was so desperate for it to be good. And yes. unlike Jamie T, which I loved his comeback, yeah. when Egyptian hip-hop came back, it was just really a bit Not of a disappointment. It wasn't what I wanted at all. And I tweeted as much, like, three years of waiting and I can't believe this is what they've come up with. And I'm, I'm sorry, Egyptian hip-hop, because you were clearly <laughs> so hurt by it that you faved, retweeted and replied saying thanks to my slagging off your I'm guessing material. it was a sarcastic thanks as well. Yeah, of course it was I a can sarcastic only imagine. thanks. I'm so happy with your feedback. Thanks, Tim. Yeah. I um, mean... I can only imagine if someone gave us that feedback to Tracks Episode 2, I would cry. Yeah, so, well, we will now. So, um, three years of work and I think I broke them. Well, I just remember um, listening to that album and I wasn't disappointed necessarily. I just know that I've got a friend that really likes them and he won't listen to anything but their first EP. You were disappointed for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on. I like to give an album a chance, but I think it was just one of those ones where you kind of flip through and you just can't get the same feeling back as you did when you first had that yeah. MP. But what I've gone for is, is it native? It is native, you can put it. Like I said, it was one of four I could have picked. Yeah. They're all as good as each other. Yeah, Egyptian hip hop, native. So, yeah, I absolutely love it. That was so great. And it was, like, I haven't heard that. It's weird. It's, um, I think if you're kind of into listening to the latest music and like trying to find new stuff all the time, I feel like there's certain bands like that that you can really leave behind. behind like earlier, we were talking about Late of the Pier. Absolutely. A band that we both absolutely loved at the time. And I can't remember the last time I listened to them. But I remember they brought out a little song, I think it was Blueberry. Yeah. And uh, that's, I think, the last thing they've done. Yeah. 
And that would have probably been 2013, 14. Yeah. They're the kind of band that, that could just like disappear into history for you and you could possibly never hear it again if, if no one ever reminded you of it. No. I can't imagine. It's upsetting because I absolutely love Late yeah. Beer. This is why, this is why buying physical music is so much better than mm. what I actually do. I'm just always be in your collating. collection. Yeah. And yeah. one day you'll just be flicking through and think, oh yeah, I'll listen to that again. I should do that, but I don't because I'm tight. <laughs> so, question number two. Yep. North is the theme, so we couldn't really not go for something Northern Soul. <laughs> <laughs> So I, when we when we had our little uh, chat to work out the things, the questions we were gonna have to pick songs for, yeah. and we chose Northern Soul. I panicked a little bit because I thought I I don't know any Northern Soul. Mm. Like I like a lot of Motown and sort of 60s soul, but I would never kind of identify that stuff as Northern Soul. Well, it's Northern Soul is the movement, isn't it? The yeah, theme. but because I know nothing relatively speaking yeah. I know nothing about that movement to me any of the music I like I would never think of oh that Northern Soul track I like yeah. it's like a, a soul track I like or a yeah. Motown song so to anyone who is a Northern Soul freak fanatic fanatic freak is not meant to <laughs> <laughs> I I apologise if this isn't a Northern Soul song but yeah. this is one of my favourite soul songs and I really hope it fits with really fit I really hope it fits because it's um I think it's brilliant. Okay. And so it's uh it's September Jones I'm coming home. Which is also great because I'm from the north, so we're doing north and I'm coming home. September Jones, let's go. <laughs> soul music then it I guess it is the, the image it depends. the image I have in my head of Wigan Casino and big massive trousers and like a little vest and like your bowling bag I can absolutely see those guys dancing to that song so for me it's not the song and it's yeah and it fits that way and it's brilliant it, that vocal that's what it's all about right yeah. like a nice sort of smooth backing track and an unbelievable vocal. For me, that's what Northern Soul must be. Yeah. So yeah, that's my pick. How about you? The band I've gone for is Toots and the Maytals. And the song is 5446. Which, can I just say, is a classic. What Absolutely. A, what a much better choice than mine. Do you like, think? Again, I personally don't have any clue if that's a Northern Soul song. But it's a song I love. And... 
as we learnt last week, I adore the specials and yeah. Tits and the Tales are a big influence and, of course. you know, Monkey Man and so on. Just what a fantastic band. Yeah. What a pig. Um, I have them in my walking to work uh, yeah. Spotify thing, which I may release to yeah. the public. Um, because I literally step out the door, close it, and I try to click play as quick as possible. Sing it up, mister! Yeah, what I say, sir, yeah. That was like heartbreaking. The so happy now, but um, that was awful to stop because how good is that track? Like that yeah. is like you can't even put into it. That's just perfect. Yeah, it's just. Like, I was so excited to press play and I was so <laughs> depressed to press stop. I get that with so many songs. Yeah. Just like hang on, just hang on. Wait a minute. And also similar to um, what I was saying about Bad Blood, Baby Blue last episode. Yeah about the kind of cinematic connotations. That's from uh, This Is England, right? Yeah. And that is an amazing sequence, so I think... I can't remember if it's the series or if it's the original movie, but it's the beginning, like, compilation, it's, isn't it's, it? Yeah, and they're going... F- they're kind of setting the scene of... I think it was the movie. Yeah. So, of, uh, I think, 80s... Yeah, you've got sort of, like, the minor strike, like, um, yeah. visuals from all this is kind of... Yeah, it is. Six. It is, because... Um, because there's this um, there's this amazing juxtaposi- juxtaposition. I think we're trying to use a long word and Hard absolutely word anyway. flat. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, like this super happy dancing song, and you see like what was kind of going on in popular culture, and then this yeah. absolute unrest in real actual life, and it's like wow, it just looks amazing. And mm. so yeah, I love it for the track. I love it also for that. Like, just amazing yeah the best the, easily the best pick so far you've you've won the podcast Harry <laughs> yay can I have a reward for that as well <laughs> I love rewards yeah we've noticed uh, <laughs> do I mean awards or rewards you mean both I want both so question three we haven't even really phrased properly. Like I'm looking at our notes, and it's, <laughs> how am I going to do this on the it's fly? So, it's so vague. <laughs> and listeners, just to give you a little bit of insight how to this, um, how this all came about. When we first tried to record, we yeah. took it in turns to do the intro. Yeah. And whoever did it successfully first essentially by default ended up being the presenter yeah 
I somehow managed to not laugh. And now I'm here asking the questions while Harry just sits there. We went through it like five or six times. Harry sits there sipping a Stella Artoise. We're going to swap things around. I mean... I fucking hope so. While you do that, I'm making sure all the tech works. And as we're speaking, this camera here has just died. There was a... There was a great moment earlier where Harry was really um, meticulously setting up the cameras and <laughs> the, the audio lighting. whilst I moved the chairs into an acceptable position and placed some beers by our feet. <laughs> like, I'm literally the equivalent of a Wimbledon ball boy. In the summer, I will hold an umbrella above your head <laughs> while you set up the whole show. <laughs> so question three, what I've got written down is North... But outside UK, <laughs> I think that says it all. So, because like we think of North Northern music as being Manchester, Leeds, Liverpool, Sheffield, Newcastle, whatever. But there's a whole world out there, mm-hmm. and there's a load of music coming from Northern places <laughs> within that world. Yeah, that is great. Yeah. So, um, I mean, whose turn is it? It's your. It's turn. my turn. Yeah. So what I my pick is straight out of Northern Europe, Sweden. <laughs> and it's, um, I realized that in the first episode, there wasn't really any pop music. And like, yeah. I think that was a, that was a bad thing because I, brilliant pop music, I absolutely fucking love. Like I, without feeling like that's a bad thing, like great pop music is as good as any indie music, any rock music. Yeah. And, um, this is a song from the last few years that I personally think is probably one of the best pop songs that came out in the 2000s. Uh, it's by Robin of Stockholm, Sweden. Right. And it's called Dancing on My Own. And, yeah, I think it's brilliant. That culminates my life. Dancing on my own. <laughs> <laughs> I'll t- I'll the, when I first came across this... Is it, I mean, if I have to go on about the cinematic references, is another time I'm gonna just despair at my own repetitiveness. <laughs> but it happens <laughs> any more than two episodes. We're gonna repeat ourselves. But the first time I heard it is um, in a scene in my absolute favorite TV show, Girls. Yeah. Where first series, um, Lena Dunham's character Hannah. Yeah. She finds out that her college roommate is gay, and she's kind of distraught by it. And she goes back to her flat and she's on her laptop and she's like just listening to music and she's trying to like compose a tweet to uh, sum up her feelings about the situation. And then she puts this song on and she give. I can't remember if she like thinks of some really brilliant way of summing up her feelings or she just gives up on it. But she just gets up and starts dancing and her, her... housemate then comes home and they just dance to this song and it's a really cool scene like, I've done it no justice but it's a brilliant scene and it's a brilliant song Somebody said you got a new friend Does she love you better than I can
I right in saying that that's you don't know that song? That's the first time you've. Yeah, do you know it? what it reminded me of? Um, for some reason, I have Drive in my head. Yeah. Because that Absolutely. film uses a lot of pop, like that kind 80s of eighties electro pop, pop <laughs> electro puppy music, uh, electro pop music. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen? There's a a really amazing hilarious YouTube video that you should seek out. Amazing, hilarious YouTube video. Where they um they condense drive. They take out all the silences before between people's lines and the film is about three minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if I just raise one eyebrow <laughs> and we have a forty five second shot of my face, <laughs> we'll we'll turn over three hundred million in the what, first weekend. Film did very well. Yeah. Yeah. I think a combination of his face and that jacket just like the jacket sold it. Yeah. Everyone loves that jacket. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um I've gone for the north of the world. Some would say east. Some would say northeast. You've gone for Eskimos. Eskimos is very offensive Inuit, yeah. and I'm really very sorry to anyone offended by it. Um That Time by Regina Spector. And there's almost Apart from the song being really good, the main reason why I chose it and the how I asked about what's this song called is because there's a point where she says something that I'm going to leave and for when we listen to it. Okay. But it's just my favourite part of the track and I'm just going to do something in the camera so people know exactly what I mean. But you also have to make a promise at this stage that you will sing it after the song because there are podcast listeners who will miss the camera and... I've I heard you I heard you do that this bit three times earlier and it was great every time. Alright, I promise I'll do that. Right. Let's go. Regina Spector. Yeah. That time. Hey, remember that time when I found a human tooth down on the land sea. Hey, remember that time when we decided to kiss anywhere except the mouth? Hey, remember that time when my favorite colors was pink and green? Hey, remember that month when I only ate boxes of tangerines? So cheap and juicy! Tangerines. Hey, remember that time when I would only read So cheap and juicy. <laughs> there you go, there's Harry. It's just the best thing. It's great. Oh, she's got so much character. And yeah. like a lot of her songs, uh, I, I say uh, my friend showed me. I think the first time I actually heard her was, we mentioned it last week, uh, 500 Days of Summer. Yeah. Uh, I think Us is in that. And, um,. She's just very talented. Yeah. Like all her albums, there's so m- much variety of like what she performs and stuff. Her piano stuff, her like yeah, her guitar. I love it. I'd never heard that before, and I thought I thought that was brilliant. And what was really exciting to me about it was that like I have an image in my head of what Regina Spector sounds like, yeah. and that couldn't be more different like that. Like I said, I said at the time, it sounds like um, Bombay Bicycle Club's first album, but it's it's brilliant. It's full of energy, it's full of life, and it's like very energetic. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's just awesome. I I really really enjoyed that, and I'll go back and yeah listen to that. 
She's one of my favourite female vocalists. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I listen to, I just, I pretty much exclusively listen to female vocalists most of the time because, really? like, I, I just much prefer female vocalists to male vocalists, but, so I, my okay. list of female vocalists is a mile long, but that was great. That was really great. Okay. So, next question, next subject, whatever you want to call it, is just a song or band with North in their name. Yes. Because, why not? So, my pick for this is from one of my my absolute favourite albums of... I don't think it was last year. I think it was the year before last, actually. Yeah. Which was uh, Neil Young, A Letter Home. Um, which was this absolutely unbelievable, like, just beautiful album um, record, he recorded it with Jack White mm-hmm. and they got this um, this thing which is like a it's like a phone box like this little um, I don't know what it is I think I think it is basically a phone box recording studio yeah so like you go in there it's all mic'd up but like you get all the reverb from this thing which is the size of a phone box mm. and then apparently it presses it straight onto vinyl which is mad anyway. Yeah. But like, because you're in there and because it's, like you've got actual Neil Young crammed in this tiny little thing with like a guitar and a harmonica or like a chin strap thing. And it's it's just unbelievable. And like the texture you get in there is just, it's incredible. And he did this covers album called All At Home, which it starts out in this like really like heartbreaking way the first well the first track is not really a track there's no sound but it's it's him um talking to his dead mum and he goes hi mum um i'm here with my friend jack and like he says um how he's like found all these old songs that he used to sing to her and he's found a way to send it to her and like um i think you should talk to daddy again and it's like so, like, from hearing the very first song, you're, like, an emotional wreck. Touched you already, I yeah. heard it. You're, like, an absolute emotional wreck. And then he goes into these incredible covers of all these old songs that... And you can just imagine him back in the day singing to his mum. I mean, it's, it doesn't look, from what I can see, I'll put up a picture, it, it looks reasonably cramped, but there's the room for you and a guitar... Yeah, but he's, just he's got his, is that his harmonica? Yeah, which as we talked about last week, day ones will know. Yeah, um, I love harmonica. Yeah, a fan of the harmonica and yeah. the little neck brace thing he's got. Yeah, he's a one man band in there. But yeah, it's I I couldn't recommend this album highly enough. I'm not a Neil Young fan, mm. but for people who are into interesting music and interesting audio, and also just just like stuff that will really stay with you. Go listen to A Letter Home. And this is this is Girl From The North Country, which is a Bob Dylan track, so obviously, lyrically, it's incredible anyway. Yeah. But his version, for me, means more than the Bob Dylan track, and it's amazing. So this is, this is Neil Young, Girl From The North Country.
Um, yeah, we had some deep chats. Um, I first, when I heard that, I mean, I know it's in this recording studio little room thing, but the um, the quality of the the track and stuff, that is amazing that it that it can form that kind of sound yeah. and print it to a vinyl or something straight away. It's weird it's, as well because there's like a thing of like modern technology. Is obviously amazing. I was just thinking about how it wouldn't really be able to recreate that sound. Yeah. I mean, yes, you can get very close. You can add your reverb and you can distort things slightly. You can strip it back, whatever. But there's something about that. It is. I mean, it sounded like that could have been recorded a long time ago, and it's. It gives it, especially as he's doing covers and the meaning behind it all. Yeah. Is that it's for his, you know, dead mother. Yeah. It's. It's got texture, it's got depth, and it's got yeah. Like, it's got emotion in it. Yeah, yeah. And as Harry will <laughs> attest, I it ma- it makes me it makes me really emotional. Yeah. listening to that album. Like I can I can listen to it all day every day, but it's not an it's not an easy listen in a lot of ways. No, it's amazing. So yeah, your your pick. It's quite different. Um, my. Ch- my chick, my pick, <laughs> is Bonobo, and I think it's The North Borders. It's come from the album, The North Borders. Um, the song is Ten Tigers. <laughs> We've gone with that, because, you know what, I barely even looked at anything else. I just remembered that, and I love, absolutely love Bonobo. And I have this image, right, not from actually something I remember, but a friend told me that they watched Bonobo at Glastonbury the year before last when the sun was coming down and they sat on a hill. I love this. And week. I was like, that is what I want. I have this. I have like um, vicarious memories where it's yeah. like, I imagine other people having great <laughs> memories to a song. It's like, I now have that memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have a memory of listening to him on a, on a sunny yeah, hill. Exactly. Which like, I was never at. Like you listen to some like big summer dance tune, it's like, I can remember lying on the beach in Ibiza. <laughs> I've never been to Ibiza in my entire life. But I remember Absolutely. it. That's how powerful it is. Yeah. Um, again, it was quite difficult choosing a track off this, but this is one of my favourites. Yeah. Um, it was this or Cirrus, and it's just a very chilled, relaxed song. Artists did these colla- um, collection of songs they love. Arts and Monkeys did one. Bonobo did one. Uh, I think it was the the Night Tales. The ta- something Tales. It sounds great, but it's like it's um, absolutely brilliant. Like when Foles released tapes. It was yeah, pretty much. But it was all a uh, similar collection. So loads of different bands did one. Friendly Fires, Metronomy, and at the end of each one, there was like this. Um, if you've ever heard the Alex Turner thing, mm-hmm. the um, a choice of three that was at the end of 
one of their versions of it. And um, Bonobo basically chooses loads, loads of these different songs he likes. And that is one of my favourite like collection of songs ever. He's just got some absolutely great songs in it. Yeah. Um, so I just love stuff he produces. And he's obviously got a brilliant taste in music. That's cool because like it's funny when often um, I listen to a lot of six music and you occasionally get like bands coming on and doing like uh, guest shows and like talking about their influences or like you get Spotify playlists or whatever it is and you listen to them it's like why the fuck are you influenced by that that's rubbish like and then you think I can't understand how that feeds in something so like something you really like like even like I said the Foles tape thing I didn't really like it no. Like, there was a lot of things on there I wasn't I haven't into. given it a full listen. Yeah. Because it's quite hard listening. It is. It's just choppy changey all the time. It's yeah. quite difficult. But, um... Which is kind of... It's kind of great sometimes. Like, um... Mm. I don't know if you've ever listened to the... The Maccabees An Hour or So of Music podcast. Yeah. Like, there was some weird... Of course. There was some... Of course, yeah. <laughs> of course we have. <laughs> but there was, like, some weird stuff on that. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, so it's nice to find a band that you're you're really into that you also really like all their influences as well. Yeah. It's also funny to hear a band that you're really into and hear some of the things that influence them that you have no idea what it even is. Yeah. Or you may not even like it. And you, th- you think, wow, like all these things have helped you form your sound together. Yeah. I suppose when you've got a band of five people, they're all, because I remember the, I think I saw Rupert, the bass player. He was into like. I was very sure you were going to say Rupert the Bear. <laughs> I remember Rupert the Bear. He's got security trousers. <laughs> the fucking... I think he was into either like metal music. Rupert the Bear. <laughs> Honey! <laughs> he did have punk trousers, to be fair, those little checky numbers. Do you know what I've just thought of? <laughs> when I said honey, I was thinking of winning the food. <laughs> Also a bear. <laughs> I don't know my character. <laughs> Not the right one. Are we talking about Paddington? <laughs> <laughs> the marmalade eating piece of shit. <laughs> so I think that pretty much wraps up our North episode. Yep. Yeah. East, South and West and Central to go now, I guess. Yeah. And they will, they will again, as we've said, carry very different formats. Yeah. We invite feedback. We love feedback. Yeah, only good feedback. <laughs> yeah, constructive, bad. constructive. Yeah. Uh, not this is shit. Stop doing it. You're pricks. We we're hate not going to stop doing it unless it's really mean. Um, <laughs> yeah, unless you actually break us. Yeah. Then then we will. Stop. <laughs> it's quite easy to do. <laughs> we're fragile people. Um, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. Again, it's our, our setting isn't going to change next week. We're, we're, we're thinking of sticking we're around with these kind of things for a while. The, we're in the studio. Yeah. This is the new studio. But I mean, we could go over there with the stairs. Yeah. We could go over there with the glass. Well, we could even go upstairs. We could even go upstairs. Um, but thank thank you so much, anyone who's listened. Like it, it really does mean a lot to us at this early stage. Yep. We are extremely grateful. And as I said last time, we promise... It will get better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're, we're positive. We're going to keep learning. We've still got a lot to learn. I mean, we've had lots of little hiccups every now and then. Today's episode was yeah. a little bit difficult compared to the first. We've had cameras going 
Not sure quite why. Um, but the point is, appreciate that our audio quality is fucking fantastic. <laughs> so see Unless you later. Today hasn't been as good. See you later. See you next week. We all we love you all. We do indeed. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Slime. I love you. Bye. Bye. I love you. Bye. All right. So there it is. Two down, 3,120 to go. Sadly, yep, I have done the maths, and that's about how many more Tuesdays I expect to get. Uplifting or depressing? I'm not sure, but that's the note I've chosen to end this week's episode on. So thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me. Not so much to Harry. He's proved that by, again, not being here for the outro. The lazy shit. Or the ill shit. Basically the same things in my book. So finally, please don't forget to follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash tracks show, on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash tracks show, or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash tracks show. Uh, we also have a nice new website which we'd love you to check out, that's trackshow.co.uk. And finally, but probably most importantly, uh, if you've made it this far, we would love it if you could subscribe to us on iTunes, Acast, and or Stitcher, and maybe even leave us a positive review. It makes such a big difference for a startup podcast like us, and we would, we would just appreciate it so much. Uh, so thanks again. I'll leave you with that excessively long to-do list, and hopefully see you again this time next week. Thank you, and goodbye.